So you said you had a couple abs questions. Okay, so first off, are the abs like the best team to ever be assembled based on game one? Uh, they are not. The they're probably not the best team to ever be assembled yet. Um, maybe, you know, they're going to have to to win some stuff. The Islanders won four Stanley Cups in a row, so that's kind of a hard bar to uh, to compete with. And then, sure, okay. and that was that was even when there were you know twelve teams instead of the six uh, when Montreal had those. But I mean, this team this team does things that I've never seen a team do. Like you know that two thousand one team they won with is the best Avs team they've ever had, especially when Forsberg before Forsberg lost his spleen. Uh, that was the best team they've ever had. But the things that this team does, I've never seen. And I don't know that they've, and they definitely haven't had a top three forward line defenseman and goaltender since 2001. So that's, uh, that's really impressive. So being the very baseline Homer hockey fan, I've watched count them two of the last two Avs games against the Golden Knights. And game one, that was like one of the most incredible and dominant performances. Is that the true Avalanche team? Like between game one and game two, they won both, but game two was an overtime squeaker. Um, Which team is more likely to show up next game? the, The team like game one is closer to how they play when they're playing their best. Like that is their best hockey where it's fast and the other team can't keep up. The problem is the Knights are one of the few teams that they can't, that can keep up with them. They just have to be playing at their best too, for it to be more like game two. And the abs kind of stopped skating in the second period. And then it took them a long time to sort of get even with the Knights. Like it, the, the abs were lucky to not end at the second period behind. Cause there was a shift with the third line with Jostin and Chushkin, where it was in the Av zone for two minutes. And you're just like, how did they not score? Like that was just terrible. And I hadn't seen the Avs have a shift that bad probably in six weeks. Like it's been, it's been a long time since they were that bad. And just for over the course of like a whole shift even. Yeah. And it, having like one set of biases based on game one, and just then looking at game two, like, do something. Yeah. Come on. Like, I'm waiting for McKinnon to play, like, uh, NHL 2K player. Just, look, this guy's in front of you. Well, then just skate faster and around them. Well, and the other thing is the goaltending just going forward is so much better because they're going to have, I mean, they have Flurry in the series, who's, you know, an all time great goaltender. Won three Stanley Cups, two of them he was the goaltender for with Pittsburgh. Uh, led the Knights to the finals in their first season. And then the next series, they're either going to have Carey Price, who is the one that just shut down Toronto, or Connor Hellenbuck, who I think was actually the best goaltender of the regular season, even though he didn't get nominated for best goalie finalist. Mm-hmm. And then probably in the finals, you're going to get Vasilevsky, who's probably the best goalie, going to win best goalie. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a challenge because it's the one thing that can stop you in the playoffs is the best goaltender or injury. And so that's it. I mean, 
yeah, if they can stay healthy, I think that they are going to have a really good chance to win at all. But I, they've never been they haven't been this healthy in years, so I don't know. Like they don't even have an injury right now. They just have. I mean, Bo and Byram, Eric Johnson are hurt and aren't playing. That's bad. Matt Calvert's not on this team. He's hurt. They're lucky people have been able to step up there. But of their playoff roster, the only person who's out is Kadri, and it's because of a suspension, not because of an injury. Which actually leads to my last question. So in the playoffs so far, there's been like three major um, suspensions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kadri, Reeves, and Shifley. Shifley. Um, For the Winnipeg Jets, which I think they're going to become my next team. I'm just going to adopt the Jets because what's happening in Winnipeg. Um, But I've like seen a lot of complaints that the NHL just like very arbitrary with their punishments. Yeah. And so do you think that it's fair that Kadri, although a repeat offender, it was fair for him to be suspended nine games when you look at Shifley's hit, he's only suspended four. And that was like, if there's a thing that this doesn't belong in the sport, it's the hit that uh, Shifley laid down. I'm not sure. I may, I guess I've seen it in football where a player is unconscious while they're still in the air and you can tell they're unconscious while they're in the air. I don't know that I've ever seen it in hockey where it was that obvious where his body sort of crumpled through the air as he was going on that, uh, on the Shifley hit. And now I can't well, and then it was messed up because then they were like fighting. There was like a tussle happening right over his body. And it was his body because he looked yeah. absolutely out. I mean, the whole thing makes absolutely no sense. And the guy who's in charge of player safety was an enforcer, first of all. And <laughs> he had a clothing line that I don't think he owns anymore, but Ryan Reeves was one of the first pers- people that had the would like wore the clothing. So they already have a relationship because Reeves also is not known as a clean player. Like this is not a surprise. He should have been suspended in the lap from the last series. Cause he pushed a guy, he pushed Sutter into the goalpost. Like he cross-checked him into the goalpost and he hit his head. And like the thing that I think the rule should be is what is the intent? And Kadri had like two seconds, maybe to just make a decision. Shifley was on the other side of the ice. Like obviously he was premeditated, Reeves not only threw uh, Graves onto the ground, but then put his knee on his head and then pulled his hair out. Like he knew everything he was doing there. Yeah, geez, that's well, okay. So I have one last question. This is okay. specifically to the series. Yeah. Um, why Vegas is new? They're like an upstart team. Of course, won in their first, or they lost the finals, but in their first. Um, season why does hockey twitter hate them so much um i think that's part of it uh okay cool cool. that they you know are so new they changed the expansion draft rules before vegas so instead of like like if there's an expansion draft in the nba and everyone got the 10th best nba player no one would care but like equivalently they probably got like the fourth or fifth best player like they were getting you know late second, early third line guys instead of fourth line guys from every team. Sure. And that caused some issues. And then especially Canadian fans and East Coast fans do not think that hockey should be fun. 
And so they hate all of the fun teams. So they hated Nashville when they made it to the finals. They hate Carolina because Carolina does like fun things when they win. And they hate Vegas because not only does Vegas have fun, but they have showgirls, you know, doing things. And they have like a whole castle set up where they have the Golden Knight come out of like it's like a Disney on ice show before every game. So like hockey purists just hate Vegas because it's like, we can't have fun in hockey. This is supposed to be serious. Basically, that's the explanation. <laughs> yeah, I never knew hockey was like a gentleman's sport, like yeah. golf. But okay, that, that gives me because people were like just rooting so heavily for the abs, but it yeah. didn't seem like they were rooting for the abs. It was just like against Vegas. So, well, um, McKinnon, you know, is by far the biggest Canadian star left in the playoffs because Crosby's yeah, out, sure. Matthews is out, McDavid's out. So that also has some influence. And I mean, I think everyone agrees that uh, McKinnon is the best playoff player in the league. Just like no question. Cause he's third all time in points per game of players that have played more than 40 games in the playoffs behind Gretzky and Lemieux, like That's arguably crazy. the two greatest players of all time or two out of the five greatest players of all time. So, so yeah, That's I think okay. the abs, if the abs can win one of these next two games, I think they'll win the series in five is my prediction, so.